0: Very, very sad news. Drummer of the Rolling Stones, Charlie Watts, has passed away and uh, someone who had quite a lot to do with the Rolling Stones when they came to Brisbane, music promoter Harvey Lister. Good morning.
1: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing?
0: Good, thanks, Harvey. Sad news. You would have had a lot to do with the Rolling Stones.
1: Well, a very sad day and our partners in the United States, AEG, uh, do all of the Rolling Stones tours. In fact, they have the tour that's out on the road with the... At the moment, a a rescheduled tour because of COVID-19. And uh, I think as is generally known, Charlie hasn't been well for a little while. And he'd actually pulled out of that tour. And they had a stand in uh, studio drummer who was uh, taking his place on that tour. So very sad news this morning. Now, I know we've talked to you in the past about uh, Milton when the rock concerts were there. You told us about Elton John and so forth. Did you have anything to do with the Stones when they played Milton? Well, didn't have anything to do with it, but I was actually there. That was 1973. But that wasn't the first time the Rolling Stones played Brisbane. They actually played Brisbane in 1966 at City Hall, something that's a bit unusual these days. They did two shows in, uh, in one night.
0: Oh, how amazing. So what about uh, meeting Charlie Watts? Did you get to meet him?
1: I did. You know, Ch- Charlie was a, a very quiet, unassuming English gentleman, frankly.
0: He was most
1: unrock rock and roll. He was a very good-looking young man when he was, uh, you know, when the Rolling Stones uh, first started. But I'm not sure people realise the amount of uh, energy that it, takes of being on the road and particularly as a drummer you know those long sets Charlie was one of those powerful drummers that wasn't overly flashy but he just kept that solid beat and you know in looking back it was one of the yeah the the great battle between the Beatles and the and the Rolling Stones Charlie Watts was one of those standout Of course, so was Mick Jagger, Uh, so was Paul McCartney and John Lennon. But, you know, Charlie Watts was that solid drummer who was also a uh, a recognised musician.
0: I also get the feeling that Charlie wasn't the one that would trash the hotel room. He didn't seem to be much of a party animal.
1: No, and uh, I'm not aware that in the days when uh, those things might have happened, that Charlie was the leader of any of that. He might have been part of it in <laughs> those days. Uh, but uh, that was rock and roll. But, well, from what I gather, Charlie was a bit of a reluctant rock and roll drummer because his first love was big bands and jazz. You know, it's, it's interesting. A lot of, uh, of rock musicians have a whole stack of music interests across all different genres, country music as well. And uh, I think that's just part of being a musician.
0: Harvey Lister, music promoter, thank you so much for your memories this morning on uh, Charlie. What, it's a, it is a sad day.
1: It is, thank you Laurel And uh, ballet, uh, Charlie Watts Yeah, and when putting together some music from the Rolling Stones We deliberately chose songs to start off Take a listen to this drumming on Classic Hits 4KQ
0: Laurel,
1: Gary and Mark Classic hits 4KQ.
0: Well, very sad news today—the passing of Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts—and someone who knew him very, very well. He was tour manager with the Rolling Stones, and now resides right here in Brizzy, Sam Cutler. Good morning. Very, very sad news. Hi,
2: Laurel. Good morning. He was a lovely man. I was thinking about what to say about him. What do you say? You know, I mean, everybody has always called Charlie—you know—the perfect gentleman, and he was. The most English of Englishmen, if you like, you know, very polite, always please and thank you. Lovely man. And uh, I remember when I first met him. So before I got hired by the Rolling Stones, I had to go to dinner with Charlie in a restaurant in London. I can't remember which one it was. And it was quite a swanky restaurant. I met him there and we went to dinner, you know, just so we, he could kind of measure me up, as it were, because I didn't really know him. You know, I knew Keith quite well. We were having dinner, and I was, uh, yeah, it was all very, very pleasant and very civilized. And I noticed a guy approaching our table with a, an autograph book. So oh, no, right in the middle of dinner, you know what I mean? So as he got to the table, I stood up and said, listen, man, you know, we're having dinner. Please, can you, you know, at least let us have dinner? And Charlie went, no, 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 it's okay. Don't worry, don't worry. it's all right. Charlie signed the uh, autograph book, and uh, the guy left very happy. And as we sat back down, Charlie said to me, don't ever forget that that guy is the guy who's paying for dinner. I always remembered that. Look after the fans. Excuse me, I'm looking at a picture of Charlie. He was a lovely man. He also, which people maybe not, don't know, he was absolutely devoted to his wife, which in the history of rock and roll is quite unusual. They were married for over 50 years. They were childhood sweethearts. Yeah, they lived a very happy life. Charlie was absolutely, totally devoted to her. They were devoted to one another. Charlie hated going on tour. Charlie used to say, I hate walking out the front door. He was devoted to her. He was devoted to his daughter and his granddaughter.
1: So how did Charlie's politeness, reservedness, reluctance to tour mix with the Rolling Stones during that peak period where where you were the tour manager?
2: I mean, the thing about rock and roll bands is they're kind of incoherent coherent kind of tensions going on. That's what makes a band. Keith and Mick were always kind of like two brothers, squabbling all the time. Very competitive with one another. And, you know, when they did solo things, it never worked. There was no kind of real spark. There was no tension there. Charlie just was the rock. Everybody else was going out and you know, getting into all kinds of nasty drugs and whatever. Charlie never really did that. If Charlie had a drink, he had a drink. You know what I mean? He didn't have an alcohol problem. His only problem was leaving Shirley to go on tour. Totally unassuming people. As ordinary as you can be, given that, you know, Charlie was a major rock star, and he hated all that. Not rock star material. Very humble, very very gentle man. He had a wonderful life. I'm sure he wouldn't want me or anybody else for that matter making uh, an unseemly fuss. Blessed be his memory, and uh, thank you for uh, giving me an opportunity to say what a wonderful person he was.
1: Yeah, what a beautiful Mm. chat. Let's get into the Rolling Stones now. Take a listen to this drumming from 4KQ. Laurel, Gary and Mark. Classic hits, 4KQ.